Hi, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're safe and well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's tech briefing. Google said yesterday that it was pre-announcing a new safety section in Google Play which will give transparency into how apps use data. The new section that users can start seeing in the first quarter of the calendar year 2022 will help people understand the data an app collects or shares, if that data is secured, and additional details that impact privacy and security, Google said in its official India blog post. In addition to the data that apps collect or share, Google is introducing new elements to highlight whether the app has security practices like data encryption, whether an app follows its Google's family poli- family's policy, if the app needs this data to function or if users have choice in sharing it, if an app's safety section is verified by an independent third party, if an app's app enables users to request data deletion, if they decide to uninstall and so on. Among other things, Google will ask developers to share what type of data is collected and stored. Examples of potential options are approximate or uh, precise location, contacts, personal information, for example, name and email address, photos and videos, audio files and storage files, how the data is used. Examples of options are app functionality and personalization and so on. Developers can start declaring the information from October this year and all new and existing apps will have to comply with this policy by April next year. While on the topic of Google and apps, you may have noticed that there are new browsers out there that are becoming popular alternatives to Google Chrome, the most used web browser today. These new browsers are becoming popular by not only being just as good as Chrome, but also giving users more ad blocking and privacy options. One of them is Brave which is available for phones, tablets, and laptops and desktops. Yesterday, Brave got a cool new feature, but only on iOS for now. And if, like me, you use Brave, you might like this new playlist feature that allows you to save audio and video content in an easy access queue. Users can store a list of videos, songs, podcasts, and so on, and then access access the list from the Brave browser at any time by tapping on the Brave playlist option from the menu in the app. To add any media to the playlist, you simply tap the Add to Brave playlist option or long press on a video or audio file. Other features include an audio play option and drag and drop tools for organizing items in the playlist. IBM announced yesterday that it has developed the next generation of semiconductor chips with transistors etched with two nanometer process. In simple terms, semiconductor chips contain billions of transistors which are on-off switches that do the calculations in the processes we use to run our smartphones, laptops, and so on. And the nanometer refers to how small the manufacturing process, called photolithography, can make the transistors. Smaller the transistor, less power they use, and so on. However, scientists believe that we may be reaching the limit of these reductions in sizes that was long governed by what is called Moore's Law which says the number of transistors on a chip will double every two years or so. In practice, for five decades from about 1961, the doubling happened roughly every 18 months. The two nanometer chips will represent the next big generational jump in chip design for the, from the current top-end chips, which are at five nanometer, and are seen on premium gadgets like Apple's iPhone 12 smartphones. Seven nanometer and 10 nanometer chips are more widely in vogue, 
At these levels, limitations like electrons leaking through a transistor become more difficult to tackle. IBM says its design breakthrough will allow the 2 nanometer chip to fit up to 50 billion transistors on a chip the size of a fingernail. The chips are projected to achieve 45% higher performance or 75% lower energy use than today's most advanced 7 nanometer chips. The chips will take several years to commercialize, but could mean smartphones running on them need to be charged only once every four days, much faster laptops, faster object detection and reaction times in autonomous vehicles, and reduced carbon footprint in data centers. In gaming news, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, more popularly known as PUBG, is coming is set to come back to India with a new name, Battlegrounds Mobile India. Crafton, the South Korean video game developer that made PUBG, yesterday announced the launch of Battlegrounds Mobile India, which is basically a rebranded version of PUBG. Crafton didn't specify a date for the launch. Battlegrounds Mobile India will release with exclusive in-game events like outfits and features and will have its own eSports ecosystem with tournaments and leagues. The game will launch as a free-to-play experience on mobile devices. PUBG was the most popular mobile game in India with some 50 million monthly active users before it was banned in the country last year, along with some 200 other apps for their links to China. Since then, PUBG has taken back the responsibility of publishing the game in India from China's Tencent. In November last year, Crafton struck a worldwide deal with Microsoft that could that would also allow the gaming company to store data in its data from its Indian users locally. The same month, it said it would invest $100 million in India's online gaming ecosystem, open an India office, and add over 100 employees. In startup news, Apna, a hiring platform for blue-collar workers, is making its platform available to employers free of charge and expanding to more cities to help businesses and frontline workers find each other as India battles its COVID crisis. APNA has set up a 24-7 helpline and the number is 011-4121-9881 to help essential service businesses hire the right talent within 48 hours so that businesses, business operations can continue with minimal disruptions, the company said in a press release. Alternatively, employers can log on to employer.apna.co and post their hiring requirements in less than two minutes. Nimit Parikh, CEO and co-founder of APNA, said, Today, as India battles the biggest problem of halted services, shutdowns and unemployment, we at APNA want to help essential services and businesses that need to operate to hire people with the right tools to help India fight the pandemic. Since the first lockdown in March 2020, APNA's platform has facilitated over 3.5 crore or 35 million interactions across India. By empowering blue and grey collar workforce, we will together contribute to rebuild our economy and help India get back to work over time, Parikh said. APNA is trying to help organizations find volunteers, nurses, healthcare staff, delivery persons, lab technicians, drivers, and so on. The startup has made its products and services available free of cost to employers. There's been a significant rise in frontline workers looking for job opportunities on the APNA mobile app. Over 100,000 employers, including 
1MG, Columbia Asia Hospitals, Zomato, Flipkart, Swiggy, Wellness Forever, Kirloska Chillers, and Bharti AXA have used the app to hire workers. Apna is currently live in 14 cities, including Delhi and Siyar, Mumbai, Bangalore, Kolkata, Hyderabad, Ahmedabad, Surat, Pune, Jaipur, Lucknow, Chandigarh, Tri-City area, Kanpur, Ludhiana, and Ranchi. Parikh founded Apna in 2019 and has raised funds from investors including Lightspeed India, Sequoia Capital, Rocketship.vc, and Green Oaks Capital. Apna today has 8.5 million users and over 100,000 employers using its network. That's it for today's briefing. Thank you.